after trying to lift this orc in fear <laughs> and flip him over your shoulder, and he's just standing there unfazed. Um, so 0310, realizing that she can't hoist this orc, is instead going to throw a punch at his chest, <laughs> because it's sort of in her programming to defend herself. Okay, uh, <clears throat> go ahead and just roll me a d20. Right. 17. That hits. Roll a... Um... A D... 10. 9. Okay. <laughs> Just end the their life right there. <laughs> okay, so he, he takes the punch straight to the chest, and he kind of, or not the chest, the gut. He goes, okay, I see how it is. I'm sorry if I startled you. And he like, takes five steps back. <laughs> he's like, are you okay? From five steps away. Which, for him, he's very tall. is like, right. quite a distance. Yeah. Um, 0310's eyes um, were red previously um, out of sort of a defensive mode. And whenever she gets a chance to take that moment to reassess as he's stepping back... Um, do I need to roll again to sort of try to fade out of that and into reality again? Yeah, go ahead and roll. We'll say if you get above a 10, you're out of it. Or above a 11, you're out of it. Between 6 and 10, you're kind of in it still. And below 6, you're still in the full force of the flashback. 17. Okay, you're out of it. Yeah, so... Um, Not winning this. Watch you just pummel this guy for no reason. <laughs> Her eyes turn from red to yellow out of fear. Um, she sort of has this this clear, straight through LED color with no pupils. Um, she she stops and, and clutches her hands nervously to her chest, which is generally unexpected of a military robot. Um, and she 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 very quietly goes, "Oh, I am so sorry." It's okay, ma'am. Um, are, are you alright? I believe so. What just happened there? I was trying to get your attention to ask if you needed any help, and you punched me in the gut. Oh, I did? <laughs> she said, kind of, put a hand up over the, the little robotic mouth that she has. She says, yeah, I'm a bit winded, but I'm not, it's okay. Her eyes turn a bit blue, and she goes, I am so sorry. <laughs> Is there any way that I can make it up to you? Um, just tell me if you need any help. I'm still willing to help. Are you going to hit me if I come closer so I'm not yelling across this distance? No, no, heavens, no. <laughs> he, he walks back into conversation distance of you. <laughs> I heard a strange sound from the sky, and then, and then I remembered, oh, just... Something silly from the war. <laughs> she gives a little nervous giggle. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if you want to know what that, that sound is, I guess most of us uh, normally tune it out by this point. That's just the sound of the airships. Airships? Yes, airships. As in the kinds that carry people or the kinds that carry bombs? People. They, it, oh, people and uh, goods, not bombs. Goodness, no. They haven't carried bombs in many years. A lard boom. 
I suppose that's true. <laughs> she, she seems mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> <clears throat> I... May I ask your name? Oh, I'm Warden. What, what's your name? Uh, a pleasure to meet you, Warden. My name is 0310. Uh, your name's a number? Well, yes, I... Um, she sort of lightly gestures to the the four-letter code on her arm that designates which, which soldier that she is. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I suppose so. Um, do you need any help? Do you... Do you want to be... Are you new to the town? Yes. Actually, I'm quite new to this land in general. Okay. Um, would you like a tour? I'm kind of free and was looking for something to do. Oh, yes. Likewise. <laughs> She's going to nod gently. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, so, I'm going to stop role-playing Warden now. <laughs> so, Warden asks if he could take your hand, and he leads you gently, whether you hold his hand or not, it's up to you, but he, he leads you either way around the town, and he shows you some of the places, and uh, now that you know the town, I'll give you a map in a few minutes. Um, right. So you now know, and he's going to answer any questions you might have within reason. He's not like a history nerd or anything like that, so he's like, you can't be like, so where was this, what used to be in, on this plot of land when this building was built? Well, and she wouldn't ask such complicated questions. Yeah. Her, her questions would be more along the lines of, because she's more so used to war things than civilian things, what's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there a whole lot of, what's that? <laughs> okay, so um, he'll answer any questions you have about the town within reason, and um, as the day winds down, he's like, do you have anywhere you to stay? Are you going anywhere? Well, What's your business here? I'm going, but I'm not particularly going anywhere. Where? I'm searching for a purpose. And her voice gets a little quiet. <laughs> well, that is a quite a topic there. Um, it's very I, important. I feel like we're all searching for a purpose. But... She just looks a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> not quite understanding the human condition and the fact that they are all searching for a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and you mean literally searching for a purpose. Yeah. And Warden's just like, I, okay, existential crisis, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> she's not even having an existential crisis, she's just having a crisis. Well, from, from where Warden can understand. Oh, yeah. He's thinking you're having an existential crisis. No, absolutely. <laughs> So she just kind of she just kind of wrings her hands, and it's you know she's very clearly built to be a war robot. She's I mean she she is in heavy plating. Let me explain. <laughs> you just managed to land on the role where you meet like the nicest guy in town. <laughs> so he's like the sweetest of the sweet. He is willing to lay down his life to help anybody. <laughs> so well, good because that's precisely what she needs. She's a robot. She doesn't understand people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you, you got, 0310 got very lucky in meeting him. Yeah. Um, he asks if you would, like, if you have any money, would you like to, I'll set you up in a room with a tavern if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, um, she doesn't have any money, and she doesn't particularly need to sleep. 
<laughs> well, he doesn't know that. Yeah. Um, well, she's going to say exactly that. Well, I, I don't have any money, and I don't exactly need to sleep. Well, it is getting dark, and while you may not need to sleep, it would probably be best to be indoors once the sun sets. Why? Things come out in the dark. What? I, we, we try not to talk about it as much because... Um, yeah, he, he's kind of, like, gotten closer and has lowered his voice at this point, and he says, these things we don't talk about, because if we talk about them, they will come for us. Who are they? I'm not entirely sure. I've just been told by my grandparents and my mom and all of my friends to stay inside once the sun sets. Oh, and he's a good big yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> you hear screams at night sometimes. I hear screams every night. Oh boy. <laughs> Where do you live? In my head. <laughs> oh, all 310 is a very sad child. <laughs> well, regardless, if you wish to stay outside after dark, you may go ahead. I'm not going to stop you, but the opportunity is here if you'd like to get inside. Are there people inside? Yeah, you can stay in the tavern. There are people that might talk to you. I would like that, I think. I miss okay. people. <laughs> Alright, so um, he escorts you to not the cheapest tavern, but it's definitely not the richest tavern. It's <laughs> It's well within the middle class area, something he could afford. It's, it's a relatively, it's a tolerable tavern, you're not walking in pictures or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, would, he wouldn't set you up shop in a place full of, like, murderers or anything like that. It's a tavern in Irish State. Not that they could do much besides steal the plating on the outside of 031. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> They'd have to pry it off for tricks. So he... Pry it off my cold. Oh, I'm already cold. <laughs> he leads you to this tavern and he bids you a good night because he needs to go back to his home. Um, and it's about 30 minutes till the sun sets, so he's trying to rush at this point. Yeah. Harry shipped them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Warden's kind of like a wannabe father. He's, he's looking for a purpose. He better as well. get home in time. Fair. Fair. You know, uh, 0310, I think, is equally so a wonderful person to adopt or a wonderful person to be with because she's so malleable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just be like, this is how you treat people. And it could be exactly what you wanted and she couldn't say anything against it. Yeah. <laughs> and so Warden set you up with the tavern because he didn't want to be like the creepy guy who invites you to his house. Because <laughs> he just met you today. Right. So, but he's, he just you wouldn't think does really want to get you out of the street. Before it gets dark, so I think you can defend yourself. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Legs just left and right. <laughs> so um, you are now in the tavern. Warden has bid you a good night, um, and left. What do you do? Um, I think O three one O is going to try and look for the most familiar groups of people that she could sort of suss out, either older folks or folks in armor. They look sort of like they're militia. Yeah. You know, the, the, the kind of that sort of familiarity. She just, you know, sees if there's anyone that she could have a reason to connect with. 
<laughs> like one person, I'm buff. I'm buff. And you walk up and you're like, <laughs> so, um, it may, just so, you know, like stepping out of the, the, the world we're here for a second, um, you managed to do everything right so far. So it's going to be a little bit before you meet Nick and Zane's characters. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know, O three one O. She's a gentle creature, um, until she's thrown into a flashback when she's an incredibly violent one. Um, your name? <laughs> I mean, she tries her best. She's a sweet girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, you. Should I roll a d twenty or a percentiles on that and see if there's anybody for a familiar? Okay. So you roll initiative. Yeah, there's plenty of people people in the tavern. Uh, about nineteen. <laughs> oh. Um. So there is a barkeep. He seems fairly old and wise. Not like old, old. Right. He's he's well, old, wizened fellow. Yeah. Um. There's about ten tables. Um, the number of people sitting at the tables varies, but there's, uh, four fairly older gentlemen playing a game. You don't, you wouldn't know what the game is. Um, there's, a uh, mother and, uh, father with their baby. The mother is breastfeeding. The father's, uh, taking <laughs> some shots. Knocking back the mead. <laughs> yeah. The mom is just like... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sounds about right, but you know, they say like father, like son. So, um, and she's just eating her meal. Uh, there's a group of teenagers off to one side. They're, they seem to be kind of roughhousing. There's, there's a band in the corner. Um, they're playing some nice tunes. You may or may not have like preference at this point, but right, uh, there everybody seems to be at least tolerating them. So, oh um, yeah, see that's a difficult decision. I think I'm gonna have to roll on like which group. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel like if you went to the baby, you would scare the mom or something like that. Right, but, but I think the only reason that that she would approach a family like that would be to 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 point to the baby and go, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> What is the tiny human? <laughs> oh. It doesn't look like a wooden play at all. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> like, not at all. I, I know how to strum, like, two strings. <laughs> okay. It, that's okay. It's relatively in tune. <laughs> Okay, so what are you gonna do? Um, I rolled a two. Um, <laughs> so I think that O three one O is gonna go over to the group of older gentlemen playing the game. Um, okay. And she doesn't quite know that it's that it's impolite not to ask first to sit with a group of people because you're used to war buddies. So she just kind of pulls a chair over and sits down. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Two of the men just kind of side eye you and move their chairs over and. Uh, one of the men just kind of, like, glares at you, like, what? And another one says, hello? Who are you? Hello. Um, I'm 0310. 
Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. What game are you participating in? It looks very familiar to ones of my military friends. You were in the military? Yes. Oh. Okay. Please ignore my voice crack. I am <laughs> sick. <laughs> I'm trying to do male voices and it's not working. Hello, sir. Welcome to the tavern. How can I take your order? <laughs> so, um, he explains this is just some, like a child's game as they're warming up before playing other games. They're They've got a bunch of games they're playing for the night, so they're starting with the easiest first. They're playing war. Oh, okay. But ironically enough, they're playing war. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you'll win that battle. Are you going to stay and talk to these people? Um, for the moment, I think she she's gonna sort of take a moment and assess and see if these are people that she can sort of talk to, see if any of them were a part of the war. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, the like. I can say that they, uh, two of the ones that side glanced at you, they are old and grizzled. They've got some scars on their faces. And after talking for a few minutes, you find they were both in the war as well. That's why they didn't question your behavior, because they recognized what you were right away. Ah, ah they, okay. they were like, oh, yeah, that's one of those things. They don't know human behavior very well. That's just that's just one of those goddamn pieces of machinery. Yeah. <laughs> they never seem to know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, she's just trying to find sort of a place where she can connect. Having sort of these disconnected emotions she can't identify yet. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's gonna sit there for a while. That's okay. robotist. <laughs> Well, to be fair, most of the robots did not gain emotions. They were very low sentience. Yeah, yeah, they were they were barely sentient. So a lot of a lot of you just happened to be one of the more expensive ones, one of the very sentient ones. Uh, you were made to be not just powerful, but scary. Not not just scary, but uh, to be able to make plans. Use correct tactics. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you're like the other, the lower ones, the ones these guys have probably had more experience with, were just heavy hitters. Right, right. The the, the classic juggernaut. Yeah. So you're like a the classic cannon fodder. So you're yeah. basically like a scout juggernaut. Like you're like those light. No, they stay back and they uh, come out with plans for the rest of them. You're used for the big guys. Hmm. Yes. The um the sort of where other juggernauts would not think to climb on their back. Yeah. <laughs> or the like, you know. Um, Billy Telescope? Yeah, so I mean, she's, she's kind of just shooting the shit with the boy. <laughs> okay. So, um, one of them actually deals you in on one of the games and is like, do you know how to play? No, no, I, I do have a deck of cards, but I was never quite a part of the human games. Oh, well, then we'll teach you. And so they teach you how to play. Um... And yeah, scenes in tutorial mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Press A to continue. <laughs> so you you're able to like just shoot the shit with them for like an hour or like two. Yes. Um, and then they're fairly old, so they're, 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 it's getting to their bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them decide to they're done. One of them sticks around to like talk to you for a little bit if you'd like. Um, he's only gonna stay for like. 10 minutes. Right, 10, 15 minutes just to, to finish up the little bits of conversation. Um, 
I mean, 0310 has just kind of been listening and asking questions where necessary here and there, but um, she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't really know what to do. Like, she doesn't quite understand how you, how one would initiate a conversation. So she sort of just stares at him with this awkward smile because she still doesn't know how to make facial expressions. <laughs> he, he, um, he's one of the military guys, so right. he, he, uh, by the way, do you know that face you're making is kind of creepy? Oh, what? Are you aware? <laughs> her, her eyes kind of turn just, just the slightest tinge of yellow, and she's like, what? <laughs> um... You might want to work on the smile a little bit. I understand what you're trying to come across, because I've seen it a couple of times. But to the common man, he might not understand. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> she seems very meek for a juggernaut. <laughs> he's, he's a little bit confused by this, but he's also... You also had, like, the feminine voice, and he's one of those guys that are just like... I need to protect the child, <laughs> right. protect the woman. Right, he's like, this is this 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 robot is speaking to me, and it looks confused. Help! Yeah, <laughs> dad instinct. Yeah, he's definitely a dad. So <laughs> he's like, just look in the mirror and work on it. Try and make it look more like a humanoid smile. I think you'll get it down. I appreciate you pointing that out to me. Thank you. No problem. What's a mirror? She just, <laughs> she just sort of looking around, just, just looking at people in the tavern and see sort of how the visitors have changed or if they have or if there's considerably less or Yeah, it's starting know. to quiet down at this point. Um it's definitely gotten dark out by now. So whoever was leaving has already left and um everyone else is either Stay. staying or up in the rooms. So Right. The band has already left. They left a while ago. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, she, she still sort of has this, just this loot on her back <laughs> that yeah. she's got, which is also uncharacteristic of a military yeah. war I'm, machine. I'm going to say uh, none of them thought to ask you about it because it's on your back. They didn't right. see it. So Don't pay much mind to it. right? Um, yeah, because, you know, you think it'd be a bit stranger to see a war robot playing card games. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she um sort of stands up and goes over to the barkeep if he's still there and, and, and doing the things that he's supposed to do. Um, and she's she's going to lightly tap on the bar to get his attention. She tries to be very gentle with the noises that she makes. It sounds a little bit more like a loud knock, but... <laughs> right, I mean, it's metal clanking on what is probably a wood bar. <laughs> yeah. What's up? What do you need? <laughs> Everyone greets her with what's up. I, I don't mean to. Okay? I know, okay, but it's interesting because I feel like that's the town colloquialism. Like it's just instead of like in second so. edition, yeah, in second edition, it's like ho there, whatever. It's like the universal greeting. I yeah. feel like I feel like what's up is just the universal hi, you know, yeah, in, in this town. <laughs> yeah, like in this town in particular, it's just the colloquialism that they developed that I really dig that. Oh, three one zero is is going to try to refrain from smiling because now she's a tad self-conscious about it. <laughs> no, you should have been like, um, there's a ceiling up there. No, she's, um, she, she's still sort of wringing her hand. She, she seems a bit nervous. Do you have a mirror, perhaps, around here that I could use? Um, he goes, well, we, I don't think we have any hand mirrors, but oh, any try, mirror will do. You might try the one of the bathrooms upstairs. They have some floor length. Uh, floor length. 
wall-length mirror. Just takes one step, entire floor shatters. <laughs> is made of metal. Well, and she is like five hundred and two pounds. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's she's going to sort of oh, nod gently and then look over at the stairs and contemplate what materials they're made out of, <laughs> assessing whether or not they can hold the five hundred pounds of woman yeah. that she is. Every step <laughs> you take, you go deeper into the thing. Like you, you just keep on going flat, but the stairs go up. Well, the way this tavern is made is it's made of brick, and it's a more modern building. It's not one of the wooden buildings, so right. the stairs are made to hold the weight because they're made for... He, he likes to try and cater to most races. Ah, okay, yeah, so for the orcs yeah. and, and, and such, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, she, she's gonna she's gonna try it one stair at a time. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> it seems to not really get everybody. Right. Looks. Um, so she's she's just gonna she's gonna take it one step at a time, kind of slowly. She going up and down stairs is still sort of an odd motion and, for her. And there's certainly not one of those floating stairs either. Like, right. There's no, no space underneath of it. No. Um, yeah. So you know, she's the the lifting her legs in that angle versus in a straight kick is still a little strange for <laughs> her. So she's just she's just taking it one stair at a time and. Um, as you're walking up the stairs, you do hear the teenagers are still there, by the way. Um, they're drinking and laughing, and uh, you hear some, <laughs> you hear a few snickers. And um, if you were to look over your shoulder, you'd see some of them were, are just staring right at you and laughing. Um, she doesn't quite know how to feel about it, but she's just going to, to sort of glance at them and and, and, and ask them, what what is humorous? Like you scream. Uh, one of them like snorts, and then a couple of them laugh at the person who snorts, and they just kind of look away. Three one zero is incredibly confused, so she turns <laughs> around and <laughs> comes back down the stairs and asks them again, "What is humorous?" Oh, uh, uh, not nothing really. She tilts her head to the side curiously. <laughs> and then uh, the one who who spoke up first is. Probably seventeen. He's he's a boy. Uh, he he's still growing, right? Despite being seventeen, he's he's got the cracky voice and a little bit of stubble. Oh no, the awkward puberty stubble. Yeah. Um, and then the girl next to him, she's got really long red hair, and she's definitely done with the growing. <laughs> but she. She looks like she may be younger than him. Uh, like, punches him on the shoulder. <laughs> Not very hard, but enough to get his attention is like, shut up. <laughs> um, 0310 is going to, as gently as she can, using just the two fingers, because she understands that she could break somebody's wrist, she's going to grab the girl's wrist and just kind of hold it. And be like, why are you striking him? Oh, um... Oh, shoot, that's that's the that's the guy's voice. Um. <laughs> uh, because I didn't like what he was doing. She's confused. Right. Oh, through one, oh, just kind of tilts her head to the side, and you know she's curious, and her eyes are still green, so she's not particularly upset. She goes, "I was, I wasn't actually hurting him. I was just trying to get his attention." Othruano kind of releases her wrist so that she, like, she seems less scared. <laughs> um, and then she's just going to kind of 
quietly scold with like a robotic finger waggle <laughs> and she's gonna be like it's impolite to strike people that haven't harmed you first and then you hear one of the other guys goes you're not her mom and then she just says does that oh does in fact turn her head in the direction of the noise and she goes what is mom oh Okay, at this point, the teenagers just get quiet, and they're very confused. Right, they're they're weirded out. I think we're gonna go to bed now. Oh, good evening, and then she's gonna gonna wave politely. They just kind of, like, they don't run, but they fast walk away. (laughs) They kind of just skirt. (laughs) Where are you going? Starts walking (laughs) as you do it. If if you're watching, they do go to a... uh, room next to the stairs there's like five rooms five doors right next to the stairs you go up the stairs and it's like a similar thing and off to the right is a uh bathroom area yeah um othiruno is going to return to her pardon me um horrid trek up the stairs (laughs) um the the daring walk up the stairs (laughs) um she goes into the bathroom and just kind of looks at herself in the mirror and she she hasn't really she's only seen herself once or twice before so it still kind of perplexes her that there's another one of her there um she's smart enough to understand that she isn't a clone it's not a clone in the mirror she just doesn't she doesn't quite get why it does what it does (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and she's she's gonna start awkwardly practicing facial expressions and getting a little bit frustrated with herself because then she realizes that it doesn't look like a human (laughs) yeah And that's, I, I think she just sort of does that. <laughs> okay. So, we'll say you do that for, like, 30 minutes or so. <laughs> Solid while. I mean, yeah. you know, probably until someone has to go pee. <laughs> Roll a d20. I want to see how well you do. You go outside, there's a line. Nine. Okay, it, it looks a little bit... A little bit better. To a new smile, to a real smile. Yeah. I guess. But it's, it's still very much a robotic smile. <laughs> yeah, just awkward and uncomfortable yeah, it's, it's just more awkward instead of terrifying yeah it's one of it's one of those smiles where like your cat just died but someone's like bro i just won the lottery so like you want to be happy for them but like you can't you can't muster it wait why, why are you talking to me <laughs> why, why are you talking about bro my bad excuse me you're talking about me so however as you're practicing in the mirror um roll a d20 and then add your friendship Perception modifier? Yeah. Yeah. Because you walk behind someone, someone opens the door in the stall. Which would be wisdom, I think. Yeah. Thirteen. Okay. You hear a shuffling behind you as you're uh, trying to figure out facial (laughs) expressions. Well, she turns around. She's a curious bean. As you turn around, you don't manage to turn all the way around before you hear it. And I'm going to say you have a power source of sorts on the back of your neck. It's most people, usually no one would know about it. Right. Um, with the exception of the people who designed you, right, and maybe yourself, you may or may not know about it. Um, Probably not. You shut down 
almost immediately. Oh, heck. Because that power source was just pulled right out of the back of your neck. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Murder on the streets of London. <laughs> you should have just took down the person with you. What you didn't notice when you walked into the bathroom is that the uh, there was a window off to the side. And it was... One of, it wasn't none of those windows that you can really see through. It just like lets light through. Right. But it was open. Oh. <laughs> I, and don't beat yourself up about it. I didn't give you the chance to notice it. No, no. <laughs> She's practicing facial expressions. She has a task. She's yeah. not going <laughs> to stop and look around. <laughs> so um, that window is open. And you are just in suddenly... Right, everything just sort of shuts off. Yeah. Um, just the lack of being alive. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and whenever you don't know this, or you... I need to stop saying that. You may or may not know this. <laughs> uh, whenever you shut off, you don't necessarily reset or anything like that. As soon as you have your power source back, it's like you just woke up. Right. No, absolutely. But... For the time being, it's almost as if you're dead. Yeah. Are they standing or not? Huh? Is she standing or not? I would assume she was standing. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean like, did the body collapse, or did it walk? Oh, or... See, that's a, that's a good question, because I don't know if there would be, like, it would lock up as a failsafe in case something went wrong. Um, or if it would just collapse as a failsafe in case something went wrong to where she wouldn't yeah. be able to move either way. Um, I mean, D4, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> One, two, she locks up. Three, four, she doesn't. Yeah, sure. Four. Um, so the giant 500-pound metal body just kind of goes limp. <laughs> okay, so that is the end of the episode, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.